Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. You're listening to The Art of Podcast, and this is episode number 24. Welcome back to The Art of Podcast with me, Leah Fisher, your host. And I think you're really going to love my guest today. I think it's going to be a lot of information that's very practical and useful and essential to where we're all kind of going in our lives. You know, we're not really trying to live these mediocre lives anymore. We're trying to really live at our optimal amount of health and feeling good. And my guest today is going to give you so much information in order to do that. I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Christy Farrell. And she is a chiropractor and founder of Back to Health. Welcome to the show, Dr. Christy Farrell. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for having me. It's so excited to be here. Um, I just, I listen to your podcast a lot and I'm just thankful that, and I appreciate that, that you thought to invite me here. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. You know, I think you're right in line with my guests. The one common thread that I like to have with my guests is that they are passionate about what they do that they are into bettering the world that they live in through whatever creative capacity that they are choosing. And yours was some type of medicine. Tell us about your background and where you came from and how you came to become a chiropractor. Sure. So I'm originally from New Orleans. And when I was about nine years old, I was diagnosed with scoliosis. So bad that they wanted to put surgical rods in my spine. And thankfully, you know, my mom was seeing a chiropractor and my dad was a pharmaceutical sales rep. So chiropractic for my dad was just very taboo. But, you know, my mom had explained to him that, you know, if I, I was dancing and playing sports and doing all the, all these things. And that if we had the fusion surgery that I was, all that was going to stop. And she just didn't want to see what would happen in my life if we went down that path. And she said, what do we have to lose? Let her try my chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And so my dad, you know, begrudgingly let me go to the chiropractor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember going to the chiropractor, you know, three times a week for a while when I was a child. And then I progressed into more maintenance care. And then um, she had moved her practice. And so I stopped seeing a chiropractor for a while. And I had come home from, I graduated from high school. And I came home one day and my mom says, I got you a job. I said, well, I already have a job. <laughs> she says, well, I got you another job. It's like, okay, where am I going to be working? And um, she says, you're going to be working at my chiropractor's office. And then I was like, you have a chiropractor? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was so mad at her for like, because <laughs> I hadn't been seeing one for a little while now. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I started working in the chiropractor's office that whole summer before I went to college. And, um, you know, he started kind of pushing like, hey, why don't you be a chiropractor? Why don't you be a chiropractor? And at first I was like, no, I think I'm going to go to med school and blah, blah, blah. And then did my first year of school and I came back and I worked from the next summer again. I just really liked it. You know, I just enjoyed the natural healing and I'd, I'd had great results with chiropractic myself. And so, you know, he started talking about me becoming more serious about going to chiropractic school. And so then I ended up moving here to Dallas in 1998 to go to Parker. Um, okay. yeah. And so I've been here in Dallas for a while on and off, not 
completely the whole time, but graduated from Parker here in Dallas in 2001, and then I moved to Oklahoma City. I was there for 12 long months. (laughs) (laughs) Oklahoma City, the Mecca. (laughs) It was just like the license plate says it was okay. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, tell me what it was like. Were you in a lot of pain with your scoliosis? How severe was it? So I think my, it wasn't a lot of pain. Um, I had more of like the intestinal issues and like irritable bowel and anxiety and like all the things that came with um, at nine years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, I had some pain. I was like, oh, I mean, neck and shoulder pain, but I, I don't really remember that being my major issue, if you will. I think it was more like um, intestinal based problems. Oh, I, di- I didn't realize that that was part of it, but it makes sense if your spine is not straight, it's going to put pressure on your internal organs. Right. So if, if you think about it this way too, your, your brain controls everything in the body. Your spinal cord is an extension of your brain. Spinal nerves go out and supply all organs, muscles, and tissue. Mm-hmm. If there's any interference in the message that's being sent from the brain to the body, then symptoms will occur. So having an S-shaped curve, right, the, there's going to be impingement on those nerves, which is going to affect... Uh, the function of the organs that those nerves supply. And so that was really the problems that I was having more so than just pain. Mm -hmm. And if they would have put some kind of rod in your back that you would have outgrown it, you probably would have had another surgery that probably would have been a lifelong maintenance, like a, like a cutting issue on your body, right? So I'm not, I, don't get me lying to you. Um, okay. <laughs> but it makes sense. I mean, it, it seems it, like it would be, yes, yeah. right? Because your spine is going to continue to grow as you get older. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. I do have a couple of patients that have the rods and I actually never thought to ask them if they've had to have them redone. Because mm-hmm. um, your bones grow and your body grows. and Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know either. I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. But still, I think that, most of us would like to try a holistic technique before having to have surgery and make that commitment, especially as young kids, no? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I always tell people, you know, chiropractic is a great place to start. It's very conservative care. Maybe you will end up having surgery, but, you know, once you get cut on, there's no going back, mm-hmm. right? So try everything, exhaust everything before you go under the knife. And, you know, most of the time we're able to avoid patients having these surgeries. Right. So. Right. And what do you think it is that I, cause I heard that too, like chiropractors are quacks and everything, but as soon as I went to one, I was hooked. So why do you think people think that it's kind of quackery? Well, I mean, it, there's, there's a long answer and then there's a short answer. Okay. You, you can give me, you can give me like the snippet if you want. I to. mean, it comes down to, I think it was in the seventies where the AMA actually had like a plot against chiropractic and they had articles that were published in Ann Landers and like all kinds of places just to get rid of the chiropractic profession. Um, and there was a trial that, that occurred between chiropractors and the AMA and the chiropractic profession actually won. So the AMA had to stop the slander against chiropractic. Oh, wow. um, but I think a lot of the damage had already been done, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now we're in a much better place and we've got a, a much better relationship with, you know, medical doctors as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think that there's, you know, we've got a long way to go. Um, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. And, you know, and it's consumerism. So the people are competing for the dollars, right? right? So they don't want somebody who's not a surgeon or something like coming in with a better fix. You got it. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. I had no idea. So how long have you been working as a chiropractor? Well, my 21 year anniversary is in like three weeks. 
Oh, that's fantastic. So, <laughs> so tell me about Back to Health and the kind of services you guys offer and the kind of patients you're working with. Yeah, so actually I have an integrated practice, which is you know kind of what I was saying, is that we have much better relationships with MDs now. I have an MD partner, so I have an integrated practice. I didn't realize you had an MD working with you. Okay. So I have a nurse practitioner that's on staff all okay. the time. The MD comes in, he's more supervisory than he doesn't see patients in the office. Mm-hmm. But we have the nurse practitioner there for when we need a medical intervention. But we do stay on a more holistic path. So she does like our bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. And she does PRP injections and regenerative medicine and things like that. So we don't really, we're, st- we're still not one of the, the pill pushers, if you will. Yeah. So <laughs> explain to the audience what regenerative medicine is. So regenerative medicine, I think, in a simplistic form is anything that helps your body to regenerate, right? Okay. So we're either degenerating or regenerating then everything that we do is going to play towards leading us further down either path, right? Mm -hmm. So now there's a lot of great things available to us today to help us to regenerate, right? So everybody is wanting to look and feel their best for as long as they can. And so we offer a lot of different services at my office to help with that. Uh, One of the things that we have is what's called the superhuman protocol, and it's three different therapies. One, it starts with um, pulsed electromagnetic frequency, Mm -hmm. um, which is magnetism. Mm -hmm. And so what it does is it gives the red blood cells an electrical charge. And so now they're not clumped up together in the artery. Now they're a little bit more repelling each other, so it makes them more available to take up nutrients. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we go move over to the exercise with oxygen therapy, or EWOT as we call it, um, so now we're super oxygenating the blood. Viruses and bacteria and fungus and stuff can't live in that environment, so it's healing from that perspective. And then you go into our red light therapy bed and spend up to 15 minutes in there. And what that does is it disassociates mitochondrial nitrous oxide, puts it into the vascular wall. So it's a, it's a vasodilator there. So now we're improving circulation. Um, and now you've just super oxygenated the blood. So you've got all this oxygen available to bind to the cell now. When more oxygen is present and binding to the cell, more ATP is produced, which is the cell's energy. So literally everything else functions better. If you have a healthy cell, you have healthy tissue, you have a healthy body, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's the whole idea of those three together and in that order to help with, you know, overall health and wellness. So chronic fatigue, chronic pain, chronic inflammation, patients with cognitive decline, because now we're getting blood flow to the brain or patients with peripheral neuropathies. Now we're getting blood flow to the fingertips and toes. And so that those areas can now get the nutrients that they need. So we're just seeing lots of great things for every ailment really, mm-hmm. um, though it treats nothing, right? Right. It just <laughs> right. But I bet it's preventative, right. as, as you said. So, you know, instead of waiting to get arthritis or anything that's involved with inflammation, which is basically everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like every single cancer, heart disease, uh, everything is, is, is... Inflammation is the root of all disease. Is the root of everything. So this is going to definitely decrease the inflammation Plus, like getting your cells acting like they were younger. Because Mm -hmm. from what I understand, especially with the PEMF, is that our cells just kind of get like this like uh, crumpled up and raisiny. And with the PEMF, it just it boosts it. So it's working like a younger cell again. Yeah. So, yes. Um, If you think about it this way, though, so we are... Back in the day, we used to, you know, walk around barefoot and with, you know, like animal hide as our shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very connected to the earth, right? Now we're living in high rises and in, you know, two-story homes and wearing shoes that have thick soles. And so we don't get the earth's magnetism. So mm-hmm. we don't get that charge um, in our body from actually spending time earthing and grounding. So PEMF is that mag- is that magnetic charge that our cells need mm-hmm. to have more vitality. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do grounding by yourself. You can go and yep. stand, stand on the ground and stuff like that. Absolutely. So moist, moist grass is the best. Yeah. Um, or sand. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the beach. Yeah. It feels so good. It feels so good. It's hard I, to do that in Texas, but <laughs> or it, at least in Dallas. <laughs> it is hard. So I lived in a high rise. I just moved to my house. And it was one of the reasons I wanted to be able to be on the ground because being up in concrete all the time, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I, I, you know, and they're really great. Like grounding sheets and earthing mats and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff too that are inexpensive and you know so I use a um my office is on the seventh floor of a building mm-hmm. um so I keep as my mouse pad um a grounding mat oh a grounding mat for your mouth mm-hmm. okay so I'm going to link some of that in the show notes some grounding products and there is a really good documentary on Gaia that's that's about grounding if you don't know what it is but we definitely need to be connected to our earth because we're part of it. And mm-hmm. with, with you're right, with our shoes, we just don't get on the earth. And there's huge healing properties when we actually do ground and get to the earth. But you have kind of a biohack that's part of this superhuman package that, that'll put you straight into that plus the other things too, right? Correct, yeah. And, and the PEMF machine that we have has I mean, all these different patents on it. So it's one of, it's the, one of the best ones on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it takes less time. You don't have to spend as much time on the PEMF mat as you would if you were, you know, just actually connecting with the earth. You know, so for all of us with very busy lifestyles, yeah, you know, eight minutes on a mat versus, you know, 30 to 40 minutes walking around on the grass is sometimes more desirable. Right, right. More convenient. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay, so I will definitely link that service. And, and what else do you do? You, you do chiropractic adjustments. You have weight loss programs. Yep. So we have, I mean, we're kind of a, a, a full service, holistic healthcare facility. Mm-hmm. So chiropractic is, you know, what I am, you know, I'm a chiropractor. And so that's definitely one of the core services that we offer, but we do um, active rehabilitation exercises. So corrective exercises in the office, We've got great massage therapists who work in the office as well. <laughs> so you do massage therapy and it's definitely in conjunction with the chiropractic work. So it's a really good combination if you have minor back problems or discomfort or trying to correct your posture. Yeah. So, you know, We've got two different types of skeletal muscles. We have postural muscles and we have phasic muscles. And the postural muscles are the deep muscles of the spine. And the phasic muscles are the larger muscles of the body that are more for like explosive movement. So like picking something up and setting it down and running and jumping. They're not designed to hold the body up posturally. So when they're doing a job they're not made for, the body says you need some help and lays down fiber or scar tissue. Okay, so we use massage to break through those myofascial adhesions to increase the extensibility of the muscles. But if you're not doing anything to strengthen those deeper supporting muscles, you're going to feel like you need a massage every day, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a piece to the puzzle, but it's not the only thing, right? So if somebody's just getting a massage and they feel like, well, I always need a massage. Well, maybe you need to think about the other two components. I think the big three for it is chiropractic adjustments. So you're doing everything from a balance frame, corrective exercises. So you're strengthening those deeper supporting muscles and then the massage to break through myofascial adhesions. Okay. So a client that might come to you might not be in crisis, but might just be having some discomfort with like, my lower back is always hurting and I have low energy and I just feel like I'm not quite wanting to do the things in life I want to do. And I'm just kind of feeling kind of heavy and maybe some depression. Like, is that somebody who is kind of, you know, your client every day? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, do we just describe everybody? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We see people like that every day. Um, no, but those, I mean, everybody, everybody needs, 
maintenance care, mm-hmm. right? Everybody brushes their teeth a couple times a day, right? Everybody, you know, does these things that they know that they should do. They get, you know, eight hours of sleep a night, you know? Um, people don't think about what it takes to maintain your your spine, right? So chemical, physical, and emotional traumas or thoughts or, or toxins produce the misalignments of the spine, right? They're stressful to the body. Right. So chiropractic helps to alleviate those, right? Um, and then we do some things to help with, you know, if it's, if it is more of a emotional thing, so doing, you know, recommending different therapies like you know, meditation, I really recommend meditation a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those with severe trauma, I have a, some therapists that I refer out to that do some neural repattering um, for the, neural reprogramming for, for, them. for trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it works really well. And then we get them back and they're just, you know, their life is you know, completely changed. Well, I love that because if you're going to go to an MD, say you have a lower backache, they're going to look at it. They are going to say, okay, you got two choices. You can get surgery or I can give you medication. Yeah. You know, like opiates and things like that. Yeah. And I think thankfully people are, MDs are starting to, they're not prescribing the opiates as much. But, but you know what they're not doing? They're not saying, but they're oh. not also go here and get this corrected. Yeah. And right? it, it's just a little mask, a little, a little bandaid until it gets bad enough that you need uh, a more uh, drastic intervention. Yeah. And I just, I don't think they are saying, Hey, why don't you hit your, your childhood trauma as related to your lower back pain? I don't think that they are going to be doing that. Oh, I think that's going to take a while for them to get up to that level of, um, Mm -hmm. understanding Mm -hmm. (laughs) of where some of these ailments stem from. Yeah. Yeah, But so much of it is really related. It really is. Yeah. Have you ever read Carolyn Miss anatomy of the spirit? No, but it sounds like something I would thoroughly enjoy. It's pretty interesting because it's just going through all the ailments and all the emotional trauma that it's related to. And it's just, I don't know. She's kind of one of the original woo-woo spiritual person. She's, I mean, she's good. Okay, I'll have to have, I'll I'll get that from you later. Okay. Okay. Remember that. Well, so I, I came to you and I was just kind of, you know, I don't really suffer with chronic physical illness. I always have this one pain in my back. I was starting to get lower back pain, just kind of this weird, sharp lower back pain, which was new. I was emotionally just really reactive and just having some depression issues, just, just like, um, just this general heaviness. And what else? So I came to you and I didn't really know what to expect. I knew that you worked with kinesiology and with muscle testing, which I love. So I'm just going to kind of give it over to you to tell people, what muscle testing is, how you utilize kinesiology. And you can just use me as a case study. Like you can talk about all my ailments, okay. what we did, what, how you prescribed that it. That was going to be my next question. Yes. Like, can I share your Absolutely. <laughs> Everything about it. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. So what I do is specifically called nutrition response testing. Um, and so if you think about, I can use your arm or your leg as an indicator muscle, because if you think about like hypothermia, Um, if you fall into a lake covered in ice, your body's going to send all of its energy to your internal organs because we can live without our arms and legs, but we can't live without our internal organs, right? So I can use your arm or leg as an indicator muscle and test for a strong muscle. As long as I've got a strong muscle, then I can, you know, proceed. Mm -hmm. And if I apply stress to any area of the body, the body says, you know, if it's already, if it's already stressed, right, it'll say, forget my arm, save my thyroid. Forget my arm, save my cerebellum. Forget my arm, save my heart. Forget, you know, right? And so then there's ways for me to determine which of these organ systems is the priority and then what kind of nutritional support do we need 
to bring that organ system back up to give it more vitality. And then all the other things tend to just fall in line or it's like peeling back an onion, right? So we fix this one thing and then this other thing shows up and it's like, hey, now I need some attention or hey, now I need some attention. So from my understanding, muscle testing has its roots in Eastern medicine. I've, I've had it done when I've gone to different acupuncturists before. And for my audience, I will go ahead and link uh, Power Versus Force, which has definitely the history of kinesiology and muscle testing and will go in depth everything you want to know. But for our purposes, for Dr. Farrell, this is what she uses to diagnose in her practice, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and so for you specifically, you know, we found your lower back stuff was maybe linked to your kidney. Mm -hmm. um, the depression was linked to a mineral deficiency. So we put you on a, a lot of minerals mm -hmm. and some kidney support and, you know, went been about, I would took about a month, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then you started to come in and say, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. And I'm like, all right, I'll see you in a month. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, it was really amazing because I laid down on her table and she has this whole wall of basically anything that you might be deficient in. And she puts it on your body and then muscle tests you and your body says, yes, they need more of this or they don't need this. And she basically narrows it down to exactly what supplements that you need. So I have really always been averse to taking supplements because I just don't know if they're working, you know, and I really liked your diagnostic protocol because I could go in and I could see what was being effective and if I needed more if I needed less or something else yeah and you saw too when you started to get better we started to back down on some of the stuff that mm -hmm. you were taking right and so you knew yeah. you know now that you're taking exactly what your body needs right, right? and wants right? right versus you know just taking it because somebody said this is a good supplement to take. yeah because you're supposed to take fish oil and vitamin d and vitamin c and you're and all of a sudden you're just like guessing and you're just having really expensive pee right right yeah <laughs> well and that's one of the reasons why i love the whole food supplements too right so you're getting all these different vitamins in the whole food form mm -hmm. um and so you take some of the things called like min checks and right so mm -hmm. they're, they have weird names but um it's they're all whole food supplements and so you're getting you're getting vitamin D and you're getting vitamin C and you're getting vitamin E and you're getting all this, but it's just in this right combination to affect this organ system. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I am certainly feeling so much better. My mood is um, definitely more stable. You know, I just don't feel like there's this wave that's always kind of happening, yeah. you know, especially with the monthly cycle and all that stuff. So um, it's definitely been so helpful for me. And then I've also definitely got a massage. It was amazing. Um, I want to try your protocol for the superhuman because yeah. I've done all that stuff separately, mm -hmm. but never in together. conjunction together. So I would say commit to doing it regularly for a month. Okay. Okay. Like for two or three sessions? Two to three times a week for a, week. a month. Yeah. Okay. Because if you think about it this way, it's like eating healthy one day out of the month, mm -hmm. right? It's the cumulative effect is really where it's at. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to do it once, you know, people say, oh, my, I feel a little bit more energized because of the oxygen therapy or I, I've, I mean, I've had patients get out of the red light therapy bed and say that they, you know, notice, you know, that they have a little less pain or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but really it's in the consistency mm -hmm. um, that patients really get the dramatic results. So, and what is the price point on that? Like if you, if you signed up for your package and all of that yeah so we do uh, membership packages or we have single service pack uh, as well so mm -hmm. 
What's, what's the most cost-effective way to do it? I would say the most cost-effective way to do it is to do our monthly package, but do the six-month commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can come in as many times as you want in the month for just $399. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, individually, PEMF is $50. EWOT yeah. is $50. Yeah. They're like 75 right? So if you do that together, it's 175 But we, you know, obviously that's not feasible yeah. <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah. So we put together packages because we want people to use it. Yeah. We want people to get the benefits from it. And, you know, if you commit to one month, it's $599. But, you know, we want you to be committed to it for multiple months because we want you to see the benefit of the cumulative effect of doing it right. over time. Right. Um, and and $400 a month isn't, isn't accessible for everyone. However, you know, if you can make that investment, it's really going to be an investment towards your success of your future in general you're going to be able to work better uh sleep with better your, sleep better money, everything yeah so you know you you'll probably be more productive and able to earn more right you know, and really be able to create things in your, your life that are going to promote prosperity right. and manifestation and because let's if you if you fucking feel like shit you're not going to want to do anything right, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I and I know like if if we were all had so much money, there's so much technology and everything out there. But sometimes foregoing that Starbucks and that extra exactly. shopping trip or whatever and investing in yourself is going to yield better results. Yep. Later on, you you took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say, I mean, we go and we drop ten dollars at Starbucks, you know, every day. Um, you know, there's, you know, do that every day for, you know, every day of the month, you know, you've got your, you've got your superhuman protocol paid for right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a hundred dollars a week. And if you really look at your spending, okay. So are are you going out with your friends and spending $60 on vodka soda? Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, is, is that helping you go where you want to go and create the life that you want to do? Everything you do is either helping you regenerate or degenerate, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Where are you investing? Yeah, you know. And then I read something recently. Um, I mm-hmm. think I was t- talking with you about it earlier. But health insurance companies have as much to do with you being healthy as life insurance companies have with you being alive, right? So um, if you are relying on your health insurance to keep you healthy, I hope you have good life insurance. Yeah, right. So yeah. the health insurance is there for the traumatic events, right? Or you know the the you know break a bone or, you know, need, need surgery or whatever, not necessarily the best course for health. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're really getting to that place as a society where we realize that going to the doctor is not the same thing as having a healthy lifestyle and preventing these illnesses from coming about in the first place. Well, and it's really sad because I see some people that have just really poor health, right? And just how much it robs them of of their life, right? And so, you know, I have patients that come in that, you know, their goal is to just be able to walk around the block without pain, yeah. you know? So think about, you know, we, I would get up and you know, walk several miles throughout the day, you know, and don't even think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you can't walk out the front door of your house without pain, you know, then what does that lead to? Now you complete sedentary lifestyle, you're, you know, gaining, gaining weight for every extra pound of weight you carry, it's four pounds on your joints. Like it's just this whole like horrible cycle, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, th- I think really I'm fortunate that was brought up with this kind of chiropractic, even I'm from New Orleans, right? So 
<laughs> so you might have had some some fried crawfish there's or some balance there yeah yeah so you're not you're not a puritan you know you're not like little la girl you're you're coming yeah. from yeah <laughs> Um, but also thankful that I've had the experiences that I've had that, you know, have shown me that, you know, even just a little bit of investing in your health goes mm-hmm. a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that people make it out is that the mind and the body are divorced, right? It's kind of like people don't really associate, okay, maybe my dad was an alcoholic and my mom was a codependent and, as I got older, I didn't emotionally didn't quite feel good. And now I have this back pain. Now I drink a little too much. Now my eating isn't so great. Now I might smoke some cigarettes every once in a while. They don't see it as this all connected pattern of health, right? They just come to you with, oh, I have joint pain and I have headaches and I don't feel good. And I drink wine at night and well, they don't normally say that part until you start asking about it. Uh, right. <laughs> right. But like, this is so normal for everyone, right? right? Like, this is certainly something that I see. I think that I think the the point is is that everybody has their their soothing methods. Right. Don't get me wrong. I have some too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody has something, but I think you know, people, everybody has their vice, and but connecting it to their health they think maybe it's not that big of a deal maybe those couple glasses of wine at night aren't that big of a deal and they don't see that this everyday like maintenance and care is really the backbone to our our health because people are just saying oh you know like I have digestive issues or I have a little bit of depression and anxiety and like the whole comprehensive picture isn't really getting seen. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's what your practice does. It ties it all together for you and says, okay, let's look at your behavior. Let's look at your past trauma. Let's look at your actually physically, if there's anything in the immediate that we could do. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that led me down the path of incorporating all of this into my practice was one of the things that really drove me crazy when I was young in practice is when I would have somebody come in and I couldn't help them. And so that's what led me to, you know, learning all the nutrition stuff because I felt like the nutrition was a huge piece that I was lacking at the time. So that opened up that door for me to be able to help those people. And then, you know, just then I brought in the medical piece just in case, you know, that way I wasn't referring out to somebody that, you know, my person could handle and then I'd never see them again because they get into their system and get onto a different path of quote unquote health. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, and so I just that that was always the catalyst for me to to learn more and bring more services into the office so that we could just help more people mm-hmm. um, just have you know everything available under one roof to really you know promote health and wellness yeah no I love it and you know I think that the Western medicine I think they're great at fixing bones I think they're good at if I have a heart attack I want them right there absolutely absolutely <laughs> but before you get to I the hospital like yeah. do to prevent that heart attack <laughs> right right exactly exactly well I think that your practice is doing a beautiful job with that and uh, I have definitely benefited from from your office so I thank, thank you, you for that of so course much. I'm so glad well, the other thing that we have in common is that we both love Joe Dispenza. Yes. And you actually went to one of his conferences. Tell yep. me about Joe Dispenza and tell if my audience, I talk about him all the time on this podcast, but tell yeah. your like your. So my journey started, um, I was practicing in San Francisco. Um, this is probably 2000, 2005, maybe. 
and I went to a uh, continuing education conference at Palmer West, mm-hmm. which is the chiropractic school out there. And Dr. Bruce Lipton was one of the speakers. Okay, Bruce Lipton is another one of my heroes. Yes, and so um, I was just enamored. Like his whole, it was just, it, it was so amazing that it was one of the best. CEs I've ever taken. I can't believe I got credit for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people pay so much money to go see him. That's amazing. Um, and so I, he was there and I bought his book and he's got it. I got a signed copy you know, of he, the book. You know, he has a show on, on Gaia mm-hmm. too. Yeah. yeah. I'll link that too. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so that's where it started and I read the book and um, then it just kind of evolved from there. Um, everything, you know, his whole, he's a chiropractor. Yeah. And so the way he explains everything, I'm like, this is chiropractic. And so it was just so easy to just dive into it, right? Yeah. Um, and so I, and then we went to the conference in Toronto in September, and it was such an incredible experience. Mm-hmm. You know, just all these like-minded people there, and, you know, just all the healing that takes place. And, you know, I rappelled off of a 63-story building. And <laughs> oh, so fun. <laughs> so fun. It was so awesome. You know, I'm up there, and you take your, you know, the first step off the, over the edge. And the point of it was, when you meet your edge, how do you come from a heart and head centered um, place versus fear and anxiety? Mm-hmm. And so at every one of his um, events, he has a challenge. And that was our challenge was to repel off of this 63 story building. Right. So amazing you're up there and you just take that first step and I'm going really fast at first. And the guy's like, Hey, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. And he's like, slow down. He's like, just stop. He's like, take a look to your right. It's like beautiful Toronto. Mm-hmm. Take a look to your left. Beautiful Lake Ontario. He's like, enjoy it. And I'm like, it's such everything with life, right? Just like slow down for a second, look around, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is so congruent with what Joe teaches about brain and heart coherence, because we have neurons in our heart, just like we do with our brain. And when they are in sync and when we are present, that is our most magnetic, powerful space, which where we create from. Exactly. Right? I just got chills you say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did a whole podcast about this. I'll link it in my show notes. I tried to explain it as as well as I could. But he it's basically in your practice, you're trying to get people in a space where they can actually be present like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you have some kind of acute back problem or if you're really um having some some physical issue it's really hard to be present like that right yeah for sure there's another great tool that you can use in your meditation practice from the heart math institute Mm -hmm. and it's basically a little heart meter that Mm -hmm. you put on and it measures your heart and brain coherence and then you're trying to like get it into this certain zone Uh it's harder than you might think (laughs) well so I i try to practice this meditation and i do a lot of youtube stuff getting the heart and the brain coherence because the the goal why you want to do this is because if you can achieve this heart brain coherence you can manifest because whatever it is you're trying to manifest the goal is to feel that emotion while you're in brain and heart coherence right and they're at an elevated frequency when you're in that brain and heart coherence right right? so then you're going to attract things that vibrationally are at a higher frequency right right and so the the frequency it's actually the frequency that your body is putting out so Mm -hmm. like energies attract like energies and so if say i want to attract a new client or a new um guest that i want to have on the podcast 
if I can actually feel what that would feel like in my body, the frequency is going to go out and that same frequency gets attracted to, to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Am I explaining that you correctly? Nail on the head. Yes. Okay, good, good. So that's really exciting. And that's why his work excites me so much because you can get just very intentional about what you want to bring in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Joe Dispenza has healed people from Parkinson's and from several different cancers and genetic diseases that are thought to have no cure that, that don't recess. Right. Well, let's go back to Bruce Lipton there and his epigenetic studies. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, just because it's in our DNA doesn't make it our destiny. Right. So, yeah. um, your genes can either be expressed or not expressed. So if we can, you know, get the gene to, you know, not express itself, then that, um, ailment resolves. Yeah. Yeah. So that just really changes so much about what we consider about diagnosis and what is terminal and what is, you know, able to heal. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I don't, I don't love when like a lot of DNA testing Mm -hmm. because then it kind of puts in people's head that you have this gene marker for this cancer for blah, blah, blah. And then if you're not in the right headspace, well then maybe you end up manifesting that because you know, it's possible in your genetics, right? Yeah. Um, I think sometimes ignorance is bliss. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because yeah, like think Just about... because it's in the gen- in, in the genetic code doesn't mean it's gonna happen, right? Who did that? Was it Angelina Jolie who got a, a double mastectomy because she just had the gene? I think you're right. Yeah. I wonder, was it a really strong? I wonder what the test was that I, I mean, think why, it was why, the BRCA1 test, but don't get me lying to you. Is that like very yeah. indicative of you might get breast cancer? Or? It's one of, it's the gene. It's if you have that code on your genes and you, then you have a genetic predisposition for having breast cancer. And are there, are there some people that they, they say it's like 90% or does it just, I don't know what the percentage is. I really think it's more on, you know, going back to what are you doing to, help your body to not express that gene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, just think about that. Like, so say if you're really leaning into the Western genetic model, like this is science, this is, you know, very indicative of what is probably going to happen. Okay. Yes. Like cutting off your breast. Okay. That's like logical. However, if you have information like Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton, where your mind and your body connection is actually very powerful, that it won't actually express that. Right. Cancerous. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I think that that's really inspiring because I think it's a lot more hopeful to say, okay, my mind actually might be able to heal my body or can heal my body rather that I'm just at the mercy of, yeah. of genetics. Right? right. Well, it must be. It's a, it's in my genes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should have like a, a meditation group at your office teaching uh, Joe Dispenza's stuff. That's not a bad idea. I would, I would be a part of it. Okay. okay. I'll think about it. I have another, um, friend that's local that's really into this stuff too. So, um, maybe we can, she's the, uh, therapist that I refer to for a lot of the trauma stuff. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, this is, this is cool. I love him and I love that we might be able to work. Um, okay. Well, so I always like to, kind of close with a resource for my audience as your healing curator. What is something that you are listening to reading something that you're just loving that's helping you personally? Yeah. So in addition to our obviously Dispenza and, you know, diving into um, Bruce Lipton stuff, I'm really liking 
aside from your podcast, of course. <laughs> in the, in the uh, art of. <laughs> in the, <laughs> I also listen a lot to the Ed Milet Show. Oh, okay. um, And it's a great podcast. And he's got a lot of you know, really interesting um, guests on there. And it's more, you know, he recently wrote a book called The Power of One More. So, yeah. So I, I don't know where I was reading or what I was looking at, but I saw that. What is that book? So I haven't, I just bought it. I don't, I haven't read it yet, but okay. just based off of what I've been listening to on his podcast, it's just like, you know, if you just did one more of everything that you do that uh, that's good for you, right? Like one more glass of water, one more rep, one more push up, one, one more, more mile, one more mile, one more, you know, one more cold call if you're a salesperson or one more, you know, just yeah. the power of one more, right? And you just get into the, the habit of doing that one more thing, mm-hmm. one more thing, right? Mm-hmm. Just how much more productive and how much you know more you can create by just doing just one more. Yeah. I, have you ever heard that phrase, don't stop before the miracle? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. You know, you stop right when you're getting tired, right when you feel uncomfortable, right yeah. when you want to give up. Right when you're about to boil, right? It's yeah. It's like right, right before uh, you stop right before that boiling point, right? When yeah. everything's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to download that book. Yeah. I'm going to download it. Okay, cool. Okay. And then the rest of his, his, uh, podcast you said was maybe about entrepreneurship or it's kind of like a motivational yeah, person. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that you're leaning into that and listening to that because that means you're at a place in health where you're doing the icing of life, right? You know, you want to make it better. You want to make it more fun. You're not just living in this survival, like I feel like shit mode and I can, I'm just doing the very minimum I can do in my life. I'm going to do just one more. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Well, this has been really fun. I've Thank enjoyed you. it. Thank you very Thank much. You so much. Yeah. I'm going to, I might have you back because I want to start doing that superhuman protocol you okay. have. Yeah. So let's start next week okay. or this week. What's today? Tuesday. Okay. And for, <laughs> and for anybody, and for anybody else that is interested in her office, I'm Dr. Christy Farrell's office. I'm going to, of course, link everything in the show notes. They're so easy to get an appointment with. They're so accommodating with your schedule. Um, it is all cash. You don't really accept any insurance, right? So I do accept insurance for our um, chiropractic services okay. and um, our physical therapy and okay. things like that. Okay. Um, joint injections or you know that kind of stuff is covered. On but like massage is cash. Um, yeah. The superhuman protocol is, you know, we have a lot, of, we have a good mix. So the nutrition stuff is not covered by insurance. Okay. For obvious reasons. Okay. <laughs> All right. But, the, but they really work with you. I think that they're very reasonably priced and super convenient. So I'll link all that information in the show notes. So definitely go see her if yeah. you are interested in that. And then if you have any questions, I'm happy to do a complimentary consultation with anybody. Okay. Um, so that, you know, come in, sit down with me for 10, 15 minutes, see if we're a good fit and no charge for that. That is an excellent deal. So, okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. So thank you so much to listening to the Art of Podcast. I really love doing this, and I love that you're out there and you're listening. If you would do one thing for me, would you please go to wherever you're listening to your podcast and rate and review the show? It really helps us get distributed and get the information out to a lot more people. And that is just uh, really my dream. Also, if you want more information, go to my Instagram page at Leah Fisher Art. I'm always doing updates and, and posting our resources and 
posting paintings that I've done lately. So, you know, everybody's on the gram. So go there and check it out. And also look at my new website. It has a lot of great information on it. I post all my resources on my page and you can scroll through there and click and link to all of them. And uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm loving the new webpage. So go check it out. And until then, I will talk to you soon. So as always, thank you so much for 